Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today I have a special guest with me. I have Wren Robbins. Hey, everybody. Wren was my podcast coach, and so let's see what grade I get today. I'm not sure. A little more nervous than usual because she's the one that taught me how to do this. No, I'm nervous. I'm usually not on the other side of the mic, so this is super intimidating for me, too. All right, so Ren, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Ren Robbins. I grew up here in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm married to Jim for 16 years, and we have a seven-year-old son. And I am a podcast host of the Friends of a Feather podcast. And I'm also recently, as Mallory said, a podcast coach. So today it is officially December 2nd. It is getting close to Christmas time. So in light of that, we are going to have a Christmas-focused podcast. I told Ren I wanted to do this because I said December can kind of get away from you if you do not um, go ahead and get on it and know what you want to accomplish, what your purposes are for that month, because it just gets crazy with buying gifts and kids and getting out of school and all the things. So we are going to have a 12 days of Christmas, like a little challenge suggestions, if you will, today from Ren and I. And so I found a quote from Dr. Rogers that says, purpose determines priority. What is your priority this Christmas? What do you want to get accomplished? What do you want to do? What is Christmas about for you at your house? Is it about Jesus? What purposeful things can you do with your family to teach your kids and your family that the focus of Christmas is Jesus, even in the midst of the chaos? So today we're going to have 12 suggestions, fun ideas, if you will, uh, to talk about Christmas and keeping the priority of Christmas about Jesus. So today we are going to talk about our top 12, our 12 days of Christmas from Ren and I to keep your priorities right in December. You may even have to say no to some things. Do not feel like you have to do this whole list. So in light of that, Ren, what's our number 12? Okay. I'm so glad you said that quote from Dr. Rogers. I am saying Dr. Rogers because he was my childhood pastor um, as I was growing up. And I love that he said that quote purpose determines priority. And it has to be purposeful and intentional. And that's kind of where we go back to, you know, take the pressure off. Don't feel like you have to do every single one of these 12 things. Pray about what God is leading you to do and really, you know, think about what's best for your family. If you have Mm -hmm. older elementary kids, you could maybe do more of these things that, um, and if you have, you know, younger toddlers and babies, you're going to have to be super wise about what your family can (laughs) do right now. So, um, and this is funny because um, on an episode of my podcast last year, I talked about intentionality, especially in December. And I said, December will make your priorities for you if you don't tell December what your priorities are. I loved that. that Well, I was like, did I say that? Oh, right. But it really is true. Like you have to tell December what your priorities are. You've got to make them up. You've got to decide what your priorities are. For sure. So number 12 is to 
take the pressure off that it really is. These are suggestions. Um, and I'm going to pray for us just so that we can calm our hearts and really just ask the Lord what he wants our families to do, what we want to do for yes. to make our Dece- December intentional. So let's go ahead. Dear Jesus, thank you so much that we have the opportunity as moms to pour into our kids, that we have the opportunity to be, um, to really be, dis- um, to be discipling our kids. And we just pray for uh, the women and the moms that are listening today on the other side of these microphones that you would just encourage them. And if they pick one thing out of these 12, then I would call it a win for sure. And I just pray that you would help each one of our families to seek you, to, um, to seek to share your love with others this Christmas season. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to get started because sometimes you just have to breathe. <laughs> yes. Christmas can get to be a little bit too much. Yes. All right. We're going to dive right into some fun suggestions, though. Um, now that we've kind of taken our pressure off, we've started with prayer. Uh, number 11, I got this idea initially from Ren. She said baking cookies. She did it for her mailman one year. I said I would probably do it for my neighbors because right now we're trying to witness to our neighbors. A lot of them are not in church. And it's a great way to love on somebody. Make them something homemade. Let your kids color a Christmas card for them. Put it with the cookies. And so I like quick recipes. And (laughs) I've come up with a recipe that is literally the easiest thing ever. So I'm going to share it with you. This is a Mallory top secret. (laughs) I make homemade, that's quotation marks, homemade, snickerdoodle cookies. Mm. If you want to know the the easy thing about it, go to the store, buy yourself a Kroger brand, Pillsbury brand, whatever brand pack of those little refrigerated cookie dough squares of sugar cookies that are already made for you. Come home, put a fourth a cup of sugar and a tablespoon of cinnamon in a bowl and roll them in that and then stick them on a pan and just follow the directions for the cookies. I think it's like 325 for 15 minutes. Oh my word. And literally they're amazing <laughs> and they take no time. And my kids think I'm like a gourmet snickerdoodle maker, but I am not. So that is just a little suggestion for you because snickerdoodles are very festive for Christmas with cinnamon. So that is a top secret that I just gave y'all there. Oh, I love that because, and our kids will love it, but our husbands will love it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to do that. And it's super fast, like no mess, no stress. I love it. Love it. All right. All right. Um, So, number 10 is do something with your kids to help others. So it might look different this year because of our, the pandemic that we're living in. It's 2020. Things right. are not normal. Um, and so what are some of those ideas, Mallory? So one thing that we do every year, and at this point it's probably too late, but something to think about for next year. We love to do Samaritan's Purse um, Operation Christmas Child Boxes. They actually have them in the front of Hobby Lobbies. If you want somewhere convenient right now with church not in session and everything, a lot of places Um, But they also have other things, too, that you can gift as Christmas gifts, like you can gift um, food to different like countries or different initiatives and um, help mission teams and rescue teams around the world. So that's something to think about. Um, 
I love some that. other ones. No, I love that. And we got a Samaritan's Purse catalog in the mail. It's the first year we had gotten that. Yeah. And you can actually purchase like a well or a goat or you can. I mean, even things yeah. like Bibles for these, yeah, these can. children and the families. And so it'll I love give you, that idea. It'll give you the price and yeah. then you can basically gift it to someone. I love it. I think that's really And neat. that's something you can do with your family. You can right. just sit around and say, okay, what do you want to choose? This is our dollar amount that we have. Right. What do you want to choose? Um, and I I love, you know, this is something we did last year. My husband came to me and said, hey, Ren, there's a family that they've been out of work. We and especially with 2020, people are out of work. It's um, really difficult for a lot of people. And so he said, I really want to like monetarily give them a gift card or give them money. And so we did it and we did it. Like where they didn't know who it was. It's like to date to this day, they don't know who it is that gave it to them. And so that's the coolest part is something yeah. surprise. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount. Like I don't want people to be held back, you know, if it's just a huge amount or something like bring them dinner or something like that, that just would relieve them a Walmart gift card, just relieve their stress yeah. a little bit. And it's great if you want to, if you want your kids to know and be a part of it, sometimes they need to, if they want to know who it is, you they might you know, you might share your name or your info with them that you gave it to them. But I did the same thing. I really love the anonymous gift. Last year, I did the same thing with my boss. Um, I was teaching at a preschool and I just gave it to her to give to one of the teachers. And I didn't I didn't want her to know about it, you know. And so I don't know. It's just something to think about. And if you do that, definitely bring your kids along in the process because you want them to see you giving things away, not always receiving things. Like my mom, as a kid, she was in social work. And every year we would have certain kids that she was like families that she was over and she would take us shopping to buy them presents Mm. so that we would know that we were like giving stuff away, not buying stuff for us. And so, you know, that's just really lessons that you don't ever forget. So try to do something intentional in that way that you can do in the pandemic. Absolutely. I love that. All right. What's our number nine, Ren? Okay. Number nine is, this is so out of the box, but it's really, it's just, it came to me. You know, things from your childhood come to you and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was something mom did intentionally that I didn't realize she was doing that then, but now I do. Um, It's to make a salt dough nativity set. Y'all, my mom did this with me probably when I was nine or 10 Um, The cool thing about it is that I'm always thinking about budget-wise, budget-conscious things to do, and you can do this on a budget because all you have to do is make the salt dough out of salt, flour, and water. And so um, you create the salt dough, and then the kids can just take different pieces of the dough and form into the nativity. Now, I, my mom still has mine. She displays it every (laughs) year. You're laughing because you know what's coming next. Y'all, bless my heart. Bless my heart. It was a, a... disaster if you look at it from an art perspective, (laughs) but my mom still has those. I mean, that shepherd, oh my goodness, like he needed some help, but um, my son now will play with those now. And so that's just really sweet to see that, that she did that. I think after you make them, then the next day, let them dry in the air and then you can paint them with acrylic paint. So it's a really fun idea, but it really is a thing that you can pass down to generations. So you bake it in the oven? Yes, I forgot that. You bake it in the oven and then I have a recipe. I'll give you the link to the show notes that I did about this from last year. But um, yeah, you bake it in the oven, let it dry, and then you paint them. And it's just a really sweet memory. That's really cool. I think that's neat because 
you can also interactively play with it after. So that's yep. cool. And that's what my son does now. You yeah, know, that's really it. cool. Mom, that's funny that this? your mom kept that. All oh, yeah. Years. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So our number eight is something that I have done in the past. This year it may look a little bit different. Is have a happy birthday Jesus party. That's a mouthful. Happy birthday Jesus party. Um, but basically what we've done in the past is invited a couple of friends or this year it may just be a family thing and that's okay with everything and germs and all. But we would bake a cake or some cupcakes and let the kids help in everything. If you want to do decorations, let them help with that. And we would put them in the oven, bake them, bring them out. And we would put literally put candles in them and say a prayer, thanking the Lord for sending Jesus to us as the greatest gift at Christmas. Sing happy birthday to him and then blow out the candle because all kids resonate with that. Birthdays yes. are a big day for a kid. They yes. they know that that's their day. And so if you really want to show them that Christmas is Jesus's day, that he came to us and that he's the best gift, that's a great way that has shown my kids that. And then after that, we would do some sort of little coloring craft or something to do with the nativity. And and then I would literally share the nativity story and get the kids to kind of help me act it out or some way be interactive with the nativity story. And it was just really fun. And my boys every year are like, are we going to have a happy birthday Jesus party? So this year we are going to have one, but like I said, it may look different for your family. And even if you're like, I'm not much of a party person, just bake a cake mm-hmm. and sing happy birthday to Jesus and read the nativity story. Like that's mm-hmm. that's plenty, you know. Mm-hmm. And so don't get too complicated with it. But it's a really fun way to show kids that Christmas is about Jesus. So I love that. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Number seven is uh make prayer a priority in your heart and your mind in December and obviously throughout the year but especially December because as things start to get busy like we said earlier you have to tell December what your priorities are and December is such a sweet and a very um uh I don't know a calming month to me even though there's so much going on uh, I started reading a devotional book a few years ago called The Greatest Gift Love by Ann Voskamp. It's yeah. really, I don't know, but it's very practical, but it just met me at my point of need a few years back. And so every year, that's what I do. And so uh, along with that, I just have prayer as a priority. Lord, what do you have for me this day? What do you have for me December 1st? What do you have for me December 2nd, December 3rd? Um, and just to have that uh, priority in prayer. Um, so that's that's number seven, definitely before getting on Amazon for presents, before social media, prayer before the world. Yes, and that's so hard when in December when you're trying to get everything and your list done and your shopping done and all the things before your kids get up. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's so true. Yeah. All right. Number six. This is something that I've done before and it went over really well, even with really young kids. So if you have toddlers all the way to older children, we have made paper chains in the past. And when I say paper chains, I mean old school Mm -hmm. red and green construction paper, cheap cut them in strips. Mm -hmm. They can help you cut them even. They may not look great, but it's fun to make. 
and, you know, staple them, tape them, whatever you feel comfortable with doing and, you know, hang them over a doorway or whatever. You could even use them for your happy birthday Jesus party decorations. Uh. But we would write little prayers inside of the chains, not all of them, but in a good amount of them. And then you may have to help them if you're if you have younger kids or Something we've done in the past, too, that's cheap is buy that brown craft paper Mm -hmm. and let your kids help you home make wrapping paper like, you know, thumbprint red and green on there on the outside. And then on the inside, whoever the the, like the presents for, like if it was to their grandmother, they could write her a little note inside the wrapping paper. I love that idea. And it was just really fun because I like to bring them along in the process of everything. And so that was something that we did that was really fun. You could even, if you don't want to deal with paint, we've also (laughs) done uh, pom-poms, those little pom-poms and you just glue them on the top. Yes. And it looks really cute. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, you know, just an idea. And stamps and markers. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Washable markers. Yeah. (laughs) So that's just an idea for number six. Okay. And what we did also with that Christmas paper chain is we had the same number of days counting down to Christmas. And then you would rip one off every time. So then at the end, it was a star and there was a poem on it. You could probably find it on Pinterest, but we did that too. So it was kind of like counting down. And then we do that like... Counting down to spring break, counting down to fall break. We do that all the time. time Let's count down. It's a visual. That's a great idea. I've never seen that. I love the wrapping paper. We're going to do that for sure. Um, Okay, number five is something a little different, but I heard recently uh, from somebody I interviewed on my podcast, we were talking about our identity in Christ, and then I saw her on Instagram post something about what she wanted for her birthday was a homemade letter from her husband to her. And that's all she wanted. She said, I just want, she must have been, you know, love language was words of affirmation or something like me. But um, he wrote her this letter and she loved it. She said this was the best ever. So I want you to think about writing a letter to someone in your life, showing how much you're grateful for them, how you're thankful. And it could be a spouse. It could be a friend. It could be somebody that really um, reached out to you this year. Maybe it was a friend, maybe somebody in your discipleship group or Bible study that maybe you haven't seen a lot or a friend that you, you know, is out of town, you weren't able to see them much. That would be a really, really tangible way to show them that you're caring about them. Yeah, I heard this suggestion on Ren's podcast from last year about Christmas and I loved it. So I was like, let's use that one because I personally feel convicted to write a letter to my spouse this year. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great idea to show intentional and how you're trying to love someone like without a present. It's more even more personal than that because it's your words. So I'm going to I'm going to do that this year. I really think that's a great idea. That's awesome. Okay, next, number 4. And I've I've seen people do this in different ways, but keep your Christmas cards. We all like to keep them at Christmas time, because we all spend a ton of money making them, <laughs> sending them. Nowadays, stamps cost a fortune. Oh so, word, yes. you know, we I display mine on this little like metal tree that have these little hooks and stuff. And I, Ren, how do you display yours? I have a little hook. I found this like um, what am I trying to twine, twine with little clothespins, and then put them up with one of those. Um, what are they called? Those hooks that don't mess up your. Your wall? Clothespins. Oh, uh, command strips? Yes. And did some of those hooks and have those up. 
So yeah. that's what I do. I've seen people do all kinds of things, like put them up their stairway with like oh, a cute. tinsel and stuff. Yes. But you can get creative with it. But afterwards, I, I always keep mine because I'm like, well, I, I want to remember next year who I need to send them to. But... Ren gave me this idea to be even more intentional than that, and that is that you can keep them and use them as, is it prayer cards? Is that what you, mm-hmm. you would call mm-hmm. it? Yeah, we put them in a basket on our kitchen table, and every night we will, this is after we get them on, we display them. This would be in January. And right. So January yeah. 1st, we're picking one up and we're praying for them. That's a great and idea. And I got it from an idea from a, a teacher I used to teach with, and she said, everybody, I'm praying. And I was like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm sending her a card. I want her to pray for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. I love that. That's super intentional. I think that's a great idea. So save your Christmas cards this year for prayer cards. All right. So this is number three. We are just racking through these. I love it. All right. So number three is this is another thing. You can tell that I'm a words of affirmation girl because <laughs> I keep bringing <laughs> words into it. But I want you all to think about sending a sympathy card. Um, this has been a very, very difficult year for a lot. Of, I mean, for all of us. I mean, no matter what, um, you know, with having to stay inside for a while and having to stay at home and um, and just everything in the world. And so sending a sympathy card of somebody, think of somebody that you have in your life that has lost somebody. Um, or if it's somebody that also has, um, you know, lost a family member or has really been there for you. And it would be a great way to encourage. You know, I think the women that I talk with on my podcast always say if they have lost somebody, they always say, you know, we want you to bring it up. You know, we're always like nervous about bringing things up, but they really want you to remember that person that they lost. And so that's something that we can all do. I mean, you can get two for a dollar at the Dollar Tree, which Absolutely. <laughs> I love that, yeah. and then send it to them. I think that would be a really sweet way Yeah, to do and, that. I, and we've had people like Mallory Lynch earlier this year who had lost her twins a few years back, and she said – the people in her life that send a card or send a text or she has a friend that brings two cupcakes every year oh. on their birthday without being asked. They just remember. Wow. And that's always really stuck with me because mm. maybe you've had a friend that's lost a baby this year. Mm. And a lot of times that can not get noticed months later, you know, and or there's a lot of people that have lost loved ones with this coronavirus. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows at least one person that's lost somebody or something this year that was important to them. So that's a great idea. Mm. Number two is be intentional with your bedtimes. I say bedtimes because that's a big thing for us at our house. We we have a routine yes. and it's a really in, it's a time that we can slow down and be intentional with them. And so I said read through any version that you have that you like of the nativity story. There's so many I didn't want to name one because I feel like everybody has their favorite, you know. Or I do have a few fun suggestions because you don't want to read the same story every night. Yeah. So the Bernstein Bears have some great books and my boys really love their books and a lot of them are like marked the inspirational ones on Amazon they're the ones that have a Christian focus there's one called the joy of giving that is a great book Mm. and then one that I ordered last year on Jake's scholastic order from school actually 
was God Gave Us Christmas, and it's about polar bears. And the, the, the it's for a young child, and the polar bear is going out and asking the mom, like, big questions about who God is. And they end up, you know, back at the church um, and seeing, like, Mary and Joseph and everything. It's really a, a really cute story. There's another book called Christmas Angel or A Birthday Party for Jesus. It's animals having a party for Jesus, like we were talking about, a birthday party for Jesus. And then one from childhood that sticks out to me that my mom absolutely loved is Max Lucado's The Crippled Lamb. Um, That's a beautiful story, probably for a little bit older child because it is a little bit longer, but all really great reads around Christmas time. You probably have your own favorites besides the, you know, how the Grinch stole Christmas or whatever you like to read. But those are just some like spiritually emphasized books. Do you have any that you want to share? You know, I have one that will bring me to tears every time. And it's called Humphrey's Christmas. And it's the Christmas story from the (laughs) perspective of a camel. And his name is Humphrey. Oh, cute. I've never heard of that. It is great. You can find it on Amazon. A a kindergartner gave it to me years ago when I taught. And it is our favorite. And, you know, there's something else. If y'all want to go a step further, I know I did this one year. I have not been back to it. But if there's somebody that wants to be a little more industrious and if they're home more... Um, my friend Leslie would wrap up 25 gifts, uh, 25 books, Christmas books, and put them under the tree. And every Ooh. day in December would open one. That is, we did it like financial I said, financial commitment. Too. We did well. I would call my mom, and I was like, "Mom, I need all your Christmas books. I need all of your kids' Christmas books because I can't get to 25." But there were a lot of books I had gotten at Goodwill and stuff. But I did it one year, and then after that, I was like, "All right, what's we'll that, just read a few." What's that store? Um, Ollie's. They have great books. They do. And they're super cheap. They are. That's so, a good place. That's so a good place anyway, <laughs> but I've I've heard of people doing that, or like um, so many twelve books and like new pajamas on a certain day. Or yes, I I wish that you know I was that good, but I'm not. I already gave <laughs> my son his pajamas the other night because we couldn't find any pajama pants that were clean. I was like, here, have your Christmas ones. It's fine. We're fine. We're all fine, right? <laughs> it's that 2020. Like something I would do <laughs> for sure. He was happy. <laughs> all right. Um, the last one is Love Worth Finding and Faithful 31 Moms Together has created, I have drawn a nativity set. It's so cute. It is basically like one page. I'm looking at it to try to describe it better. One page is the stable and the star, and it's kind of more for the parents to color. And then the other page is some of the characters so it's mary joseph the shepherd the angel some animals and baby jesus and it has little lines so if you have multiple children you could you know give them each a couple or if you have you know just one or two you can split it down the middle or however it works for your family and then it actually tells you the directions of how to use it just randomly multiple times at a happy birthday jesus party however you use it and we even gave you the story written in the, it's titled The Kid Version Christmas yes. Story based on Luke 1 and 2. So it's based right out of scripture and it tells you when to insert what characters. And it. so it's just an easy activity to do. We are going to put it out on faithful31moms.com, on Facebook, our Facebook, and also. Uh, Love Worth Finding will have it on their Facebook as well. So you can find it lots of places. And 
we were talking about this. <laughs> this is a funny story. When we were talking about the original idea of doing this, my boss had said, why don't you, you know, work on this? What do you think it looks like? Should we put out, you know, this piece this day and this piece this day? I said, I don't have time for that. I'm a mom. I want it all in one dose. If I'm going to do something like this, we're going to offer it as one compacted PDF and no mom is going to have time to go hunting for, you know, Mary's no. picture, Joseph's picture, baby Jesus' picture. We don't have time for that. So I said, <laughs> this is going to be a one and done thing. Perfect. And so that's what it is. And it's super simple. And you can use it, you know, multiple times this month if you want to. Or just save it for your Christmas Eve thing to help them pay attention when mm -hmm. you're doing your family reading. Absolutely. Whatever works for you. So that's just an idea. And like I said, you can find that on Facebook on Faithful 31 Moms or Love Worth Finding. I love it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to print it out for sure. Love yeah, it. it's just super fun and easy. It's great. But that's pretty much all we have. That's our 12 days of Christmas. I hope that they are helpful, not stressful. No. Pick you some that work for you and your family. Yep. Thank you, Ren, for helping me with all those ideas. Absolutely. It was so fun talking about it with you. And thanks for joining me today. It was fun. Absolutely. Did I get an A or a B? You at least? got an A plus, girl. Yes. You're a natural. Yes. <laughs> so to find more from Ren, because she has an amazing podcast, um, Friends of a Feather. You can follow her everywhere at... You can go to wrenrobbins.com, and you can find everything about podcasts and all the things. All right. So do that because she's got some great resources and some great interviews. I think you're on, like, what episode? Like, 152. Oh, my word. <laughs> so <laughs> way ahead of me. And she's great. got some great stuff. Um, she's even got some stuff from Christmas last year that you might want to check out. Oh, thanks. But check out our Christmas printable. Check out Wren and all her stuff. And pick up a copy of our new children's book that I talked about last month. It's called Casting of the Flowers. It's inspired by Dr. Rogers and Miss Joyce Rogers. It's about the names of God in like a practical way for kids to learn about the names of God. It's really fun. You can find that. There'll be a link on faithful31moms.com, and you can actually purchase it on lwf.org. That's Love Worth Finding's website. But it'd be a great stocking stuffer. It'd be a good book to add to your mm -hmm. intentional bedtime list. Absolutely. This year. Sounds so, great. I hope that you'll have a Merry Christmas and not a stressful one, but a purposeful one. And we will see you in the new year. Thanks for joining us. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram, at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.